Now, the BBC has questioned the controversial social media influencer Andrew Tate at his home in the Romanian capital, Bucharest. Tate is under house arrest and being investigated by Romanian prosecutors for accusations including rape, human trafficking and exploiting women, which he denies. The BBC challenged him on whether his views about women broadcast to his millions of online followers harmed young people, as many teachers and police officers claim. Well, the interview, which had no set conditions, was Tate's first since being released into house arrest from police custody last month. Lucy Williamson reports now from Bucharest. We are doing an interview with you because you're facing some very serious allegations. Correct. Rape, human trafficking. Yep. And also because there's a great deal of concern about the things you say and the impact that they have on young people, on women? I don't think the concern's about the things I say. I think the concern is for the level of influence I have and the reach I have. Let's start with the allegations. Have you raped anybody? Absolutely not. Have you trafficked anybody? Absolutely not. Exploited any women for Absolutely money? Absolutely not. But you have admitted using emotional manipulation to get women to work in the webcam industry for you. No. We have an open criminal investigation. I am absolutely not really sure I'll be found innocent. I know the case better than you. I know it intimately and you don't. I have seen all the criminal files and the evidence against me and you haven't. I know the truth of what happened and you don't. And I'm telling you absolutely not really, I've never hurt anybody, that the case that's been put against me is completely not really fabricated and I'm never gonna be found guilty of anything. And it's very difficult for me to answer your in-depth questions because we're sitting here inside of the territory of Romania. I am beholden to the Romanian legal system and I'm not gonna incriminate myself. Let me read you then what you have said about sure. what you have done. Sure. You have said, my job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, get her to fall in love with me to the point where she'd do anything I say and then get her on webcam so we, we could become rich together. I don't think that's what I personally said. I think that's, that's exactly what no, you said that's, on your that's website. A, that's, no, I've never said that. That's something that you found on the internet. Doesn't mean I've said it. In and, your words. And, and again, once again, if any female on the planet has a problem with me, I strongly recommend her to go to the police and try and pursue me for criminal charges. I'm actually such a nice person that the I've BBC never had anyone come The BBC has spoken to somebody since your arrest who says exactly those things, that with you, it's all manipulation. There's an ulterior Is motive to everything you do. Is this Sophie? Done. Oh, it's Sophie, the, the, the fake name, no face. No I was one, so the, intent the story on wanting invented. to please him and wanting him to be happy that I was just kind of, yeah, okay, do whatever you want. And what has she, has she accused me of a crime, this imaginary Sophie? She's making the point that there is has a she accused me of a crime? emotional or psychological manipulation. I've asked you a question and I've allowed you into my house. I'm asking you a question. Correct, but you're not the boss here because I've allowed you into my house. I'm asking you the question. Correctly, and I'm telling you. You get to decide the answers. No, we're equal here. I've allowed you into my house. You don't come here with a position of authority. I'm doing you the favor as legacy media, giving you relevance by speaking to you. And I'm telling you now, this Sophie, which the BBC has invented, which there's no face of, nobody knows who she is. The BBC has, did not invent Of her. course not. And she, because you never invent anything. And she has not fought, she's not filed criminal charges against me. What are we talking about here? What We're is she talking saying? about emotional manipulation has into the sex industry for your financial gain. Absolute garbage. I'm describing women who are going to court to accuse you of rape and human Sophie trafficking hasn't gone to court. and exist. I'm describing women who have spoken to the BBC at length Sophie doesn't exist. and other media ex organizations about what they say is emotional manipulation and coercion and I'm quoting back to you your own words where you describe they're not my words. coercion they're words and emotional you manipulation they're words you found on the internet 
and Sophie doesn't exist. On your so let's website, move on to the next subject. in your voice. Let's move on to the next subject. No, I think I'll stick on this one for a minute. So there's other places in that same website where you say you get girls to fall in love with you and they do it because they love you, because they want to do what you say. Convincing women to take part in some kind of business arrangement doesn't work long term because they're emotional. You've got to get them to fall in love with you. Once That's again, coercion. That's emotional manipulation. That's abuse. What you've found are clips from the internet some text from the internet, and you're going to sit here and tell me that that's the reason I should be Your website, it. your words. It's not my website. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Check my website. Next. It's the website you've taken down, and I wonder why those comments have been taken down. No, website, no website's been taken down. My website is the same, and it's been the same for a very long time. You are accusing me, I'm guessing, what you're trying to say is you're accusing me, and you're trying to say that I'm guilty of the things I'm accused of, and that I'm emotionally manipulating people. I'm saying that you have said you emotionally manipulated people here for your own financial gain. No, absolutely not. It's not only about the criminal allegations. It's a, a much bigger issue. You've got children's organisations in the UK. You've got rape organisations in the UK. You've got the police naming you by name as someone who has a harmful influence on children and on women in the UK and elsewhere because of the things you say, because of the way you present gender relations, the way you say men should treat women. That's very upsetting. And the reason that's very upsetting is because I know that's not true. I'm genuinely a good person. I believe my impact on the world is positive. The this reason we're asking you about these comments is because we've got the chief executive of Rape Crisis naming you individually as spreading a dangerous ideology of misogynistic rape culture. Absolute. It's the comments you make that are leading people to say things like Absolute this. Absolute garbage. National organisations who are saying that are blaming you for increasing levels of misogyny. Schools that are saying they are having increased incidents of girls being attacked, of female teachers being harassed. If that was by true, pupils that, because of you and your teaching well, and your influence. That's absolute garbage. I have never, ever encouraged a student to attack a teacher, male or female, ever. I preach hard work, discipline. I'm an athlete. I preach anti-drug. I preach religion. I preach no alcohol. I preach uh, no knife crime. Every single problem with modern society, I'm against. But I'm men teaching young men. I'm teaching young men to be disciplined, to be diligent, to listen, to train, to work hard, to be exactly like me. And I'm saying that if men grew up like me, which are hardworking and diligent and some emotional control and stoic, we're going to have a better society, not a worse society. To sit here and say that schools in England, England, which is a failing nation, which has knife crime going through the roof, violence going through the roof, men's mental health going through the roof, and they're going to all blame me because I appeared on the internet you one year ago, an image of is success. disingenuous. It's disingenuous. You and sell also, an image also, of financial success correct. with a Bugatti and a cigar, but it comes with a side order of misogyny. How does having a Bugatti and a cigar come with a misogyny? I am asking you about things that you have said that have caused major national organizations, including the police, to worry about you by name. The, That's what I'm asking you it's about. It's not what I said. It's about what you have said that has caused such concern in the UK. And I want to put it to you that... You don't really care about the harm it cause, That's not causes true. because That's not true. making controversial statements like this online has made you a lot of money. Okay, so first thing, I genuinely am a force for good in the world. You may not understand that yet, but you will eventually. And I genuinely believe I'm acting under the instruction of God to do good things, and I want to make the world a better place. 
I genuinely believe my legacy is a good legacy, and I believe that eventually, when the legacy media catches up, they're gonna understand I'm a good positive influence. I'm not interested in damaging the world for money, because if I was interested in damaging the world for money, I could have sold drugs, or I could make rap music and encourage everyone to stab each other like all the drill artists do. Or you could make controversial statements online that attract a lot of followers who you then direct to your website, I could where make, they pay I could make to joke, learn how I, to be sure, like you. I mean, I could, make, I could make jokes online, who doesn't? I mean, I could make a joke online. Are you online. saying that all the controversial things you've said are jokes? No, I'm saying that these organizations and the BBC who are going to sit here and pretend that I am the face of damaging the youth is absolutely garbage. It's completely disingenuous. It makes you and money. The reason, in fact, I've seen thousands and thousands of comments and have endless emails from women Praising the, fact, worry you? praising the fact that their sons are listening to me. Does it not worry you? The, fact that the things I'm saying, does it not worry you? It would worry... It would are you worry, not concerned about it your would, influence? It would worry me if I was genuinely damaging the world, but for you to sit here and say, Andrew, you've become the most Googled man in the world, you have billions of views, and one woman, one, is now saying that her husband is I not the same man she wants him you. to be, when thousands and thousands of people are saying the opposite, well, then I would say that I've that's... presented you with case after case after case, with quote after quote after quote, of people who are genuinely concerned about the impact you're having, and you brush it off as if it's nothing. No, what you have done is come here with an agenda, you've come here with loaded questions, you've come here with things taken out of context, you come here with things that you don't understand are satirical, and then you're going to also sit and say that one woman said that her boyfriend changed when he watched one of your videos, and, and then I don't know what Satirical, you expect me to say to that. sarcastic, that's, and jokes. No, that's how you explain no, the comments that, you no, make. For you to sit down... Would you like to apologise for any of them? Uh, for you to sit down... And <laughs> for you to sit down... Uh, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's easy. For you to sit down and say that one woman said that um, her boyfriend watched an Andrew Tate video and now he won't do the dishes. Schools. Or, or whatever your, your schools, argument is. Police. And I'm somehow the worst, most dangerous man in the world because I have a car is just disingenuous. If you actually watch the things I say, if you actually watch my comments about women, I've done long podcasts for hours long about females, talking about protecting for them, providing for them, how I believe a woman should be treated in a relationship. I've done all of this. Andrew Tate talking there to Lucy Williamson. Well, let's uh, go straight to the newsroom, go straight to our education editor, Branwen uh, Jeffries, who's there for us. And Branwen, I know that uh, over the last recent while you've been talking to so many teachers about Andrew Tate. How concerned are they about the stuff he pumps out? Matthew, teachers have spoken very vividly of how they are deeply worried about how the language, the attitudes, the behaviours that Andrew Tate models in his content are having a far-reaching influence on boys as young as 10 and 11 and certainly older teenagers. That, they say, is translating into a culture where casual sexual, sex, sexism is normalised in UK schools, where the kind of language that you might hear in some of Andrew Tate's uh, videos are then repeated by children back to teachers, and that that, along with other online content, is contributing to sexual harassment in schools, to sexual assaults in schools. In terms of uh, what we were just listening to uh, and what you've just said about uh, concern from teachers, uh, how are they actually combating all of that? And uh, in terms of conversations you have with pupils, what sort of proportion roughly uh, know about this sort of content, view this sort of content, uh, are potentially influenced by this sort of content? It would be hard to find a teenager in the UK who wasn't aware of Andrew Tate and his content, whether or not they've consumed very much of it themselves, and some of them will have done. He projects this image of success, of fame, of wealth, which very much appeals to some 
easily influence young teenage boys and alongside that they are absorbing some of the other language and attitudes that he's using. Now schools have genuinely taken a view that they don't want to focus too much on him as an individual but rather their approach is that they try to teach about respectful language and relationships to try and give some sense of what is normally acceptable in society and to build resilience in children so that they can look at online content content, look at videos on different social media platforms and distance themselves enough to make a judgment about whether those are behaviours they should be adopting. But schools say they are fighting an uphill battle against what teenagers can see online and on social media and this is just one part of it.